Hey, it's Josh Sibson. And Jake Jabour. From The Meat Improv. The Meat Improv is a comedy podcast where we bring on the best comedians in the world to tell meaty stories from their lives, and then they do improv comedy with us. You don't think we're good at improv? Check out this little snippet from Jake Jabour's real life. Hey, where's all my cats? <laughs> he never knows. The Meat Improv. You can listen to it on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. That's The Meat Improv. Hey everybody, welcome to the Improv Obsession Podcast. I hope you had a great DCM, and I hope someone brought me back a copy of that book. I want to read it. Anyway, today on the show, Jessica Allen Eason. Yay! Hooray! First, a couple of quick thank yous. Thank you to Farley Elliott for being an Improv Obsession hero. He donated some money to keep the show online for everybody. What a champion. Plus, I got to drink and listen to stories from him last weekend, and it was the best thing. Uh, also, a couple of quick thank yous to those who left reviews in the iTunes store, Ben Wickham, wait a bit, yeah, Ben Wickham and Oversaturated Ink. Thank you guys both so much for leaving feedback. Uh, next weekend, I'm going to go and post the Ian Roberts episode for the special 50th episode uh, spectacular. So that's going to be pretty cool. Watch out for that. Um, all right, I think that's it. Let's uh, let's go do the show. It's the Hey everybody, welcome to the Improv Obsession Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Perlstein. I talk very fast in the beginning. Today, special guest, Jessica Allen Eason. Ooh, just right? Eason? Yeah. Yeah, okay, because it's, because uh, I realize. So annoying. Yeah. I feel it's whole, annoying too. No, it's not annoying. It's I just, think it's I want to make sure I get it right. You have it right. Okay, Jessica great. Allen is my maiden name. Right. And that's how I'm known to yeah. the improv community. That's Jessica the Allen. dumbest thing I've ever right. said. Yeah, yeah. But that's because I was Allen for so long. Yeah. Um, and then I married <laughs> in Eason. Uh. And there's so many people from that uh, era that obviously know my husband because we met right. at the UCB. Right. Um, so yeah. Anyways, but now when I teach and they introduce me for the class shows, <laughs> I feel I'm always forget to tell them. They're always yeah. like, "And now welcome to the stage, Jessica Allen Easton." I'm like, "Oh jeez." I yeah. mean, it's such a mouthful. But That's not sounds, even my SAG but name. It sounds for Christ cool. Sake. It sounds cool. It well, does? And your SAG name is something different too, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, I've. It's like I'm an alien. I'm like have yeah. so many aliases. Yeah. Uh, Jessica Elena Eason, uh-huh. which Elena is not um, no. my real middle name not either. Not involved at all. It is. My middle name is Elaine. Oh, so you just wanted to add. I'm ethnic, oh, dude. Jessica yeah. Eason? Yeah, you can't. The F? I walk into these auditions and it's like Jennifer yeah. Gonzalez and yeah. Laurel. You got it. Whatever. If and you then got it, Vega and then me. Flaunt it. Yeah. It's good. Uh, well, I'm glad now that everybody knows. Everybody knows all yes. the possible variations. That's right. Uh, we, I did oh, the same Facebook, thing. Facebook, I have oh. a different name. Yeah. <laughs> Jessica Beale Allen. Yeah. Is that a is that a joke? Not that because I don't of understand? Jessica Beale. Okay. P.S. I never put that together because I am a straight I, woman, and that. every man immediately goes to Jessica Beale. Well, oh, you yeah. hear Jessica Beale, every straight sure. man is like, right? Yeah. I did she's not. The best. She's the best. Okay. That's why she's with JT. One one day I'll dethrone JT. Oh, there. here we go. Yeah, here we go. That seems unlikely. You never know. <laughs> you never know. Um, you're you were much younger than he is. Hey, got that you going that for going me. Too. Dirty pop. Hey. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice reference. That's a weird one. That's weird. Um, I don't know if that makes any sense. No, that's because I'm obsessed with the movie Grey Gardens, and I wrote a one-woman show sure. about it called Staunch, and Edie Beale is like, I love Edie Beale. Just taking it a little. Yeah. There you go. So that I just, when Facebook first came out, I was like, I'm just going to throw that in there. And my own mother would not friend me until I called her on the phone. She kept denying me. And I said, oh, it's no. me, your daughter. Uh Oh, I don't know a Jessica Beale Allen. Mom! It's like my picture. It's pretty, yeah. Yeah. No, she was like, no, no time. Oh, no. Yeah. That's the best. You, yeah. All right. Well, maybe. So now all the names are out. Yeah, maybe it sounds like maybe you're trying to alienate people. Maybe that's what no. it is. Is that what's going on? Do I don't have, think do so, I, but do that's. Have to, do we have to dive into some issues? <laughs> Let people love you, okay? Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, I can't. <laughs> okay, so Jessica, uh, you, everybody in the world uh, knows you from. <laughs> that's, yeah, everybody in this everybody. world. Everybody. Well, you know, from uh, uh, things like uh, Neutrino and Miss Jackson. Uh, and um, uh, there was, a, I feel like I'm missing a big New York one as well, am I? Maybe not. No. Okay, great. So those are, those are, the, those are the big uh, Jessica Allen Eason uh, 
uh, joints. Uh, but uh, before before we get into uh, you know all the home runs, as well, <laughs> I do, I want to talk I want to talk a little bit about uh, your your starting and like how you got into improv and stuff. Oh, um, yeah, I I got into improv very. Uh, uh, pulled. I did not want to do improv. Sure. I did not think I was funny. I was not interested in comedy at all. Oh, boy. I have a very different background than most people on your podcast yeah, man. that are like, this I love great. this. And I kiss in the hall. And yeah, yeah. None, I watched none of that. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be the female. I still do. Robert De Niro, which I now call Edie Falco, who's okay, like my enough. hero. Right. Um, and... Um, yeah, I wanted to be him. That's what I wanted to do. And then I wanted to be Deborah Winger because I think any woman that wants to be an actress, Deborah Winger is the holy grail. She's just the best. In terms of endearment, uh, urban cowboy, she's just the best. She's the best. She's the best. She's the best. Uh, ter- uh, what's the one? My favorite that ruined my life. Um, officer and a gentleman. Yeah. Ruined my life. No man ever going to come to my work. Well, I don't work in a factory, but if I did. Yeah. One day. Dressed, like, in his <laughs> navy whites, pick me up, carry yeah. me out. Such a fantasy, yeah, right? Rescue from my life, carried away. I don't know. That's oh. a weird one. Anyway, weird one. Didn't, that's not how my life went. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. I I much, did. <laughs> mine's much worse. <laughs> mine's much worse. <laughs> no, so then I, I did musical theater, like every every good child should do. I did a lot of musical theater. I loved musical theater. Yeah. All growing up. I went to a musical theater college. I went to the Boston Conservatory. Um, and right away, didn't fit in. You know, the first day of college, everyone runs and puts their posters on the wall. Whatever. Sure. You know how you, like, you step your side of the room yeah, and you're yeah. like, this is who I am at yeah, all yeah. of 17 or 18. And you're like, I'm this thing. And yeah, yeah. everyone had like their show tune posters up. And I had a huge original Raging Bull poster up. Cool, man. And everybody, yeah, it was fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody in my room, my two roommates were like, what is that? And I was like, oh, jeez. Yeah. And I also, this is the part, yeah. this, this is embarrassing. I used to I make it. them all listen to Fall Asleep to the Taxi Driver soundtrack. <laughs> hmm. All right. Yeah. I would be asleep and then they'd all these clips from the movie in the soundtrack. Yeah. They're like, here comes the rain. One day a real rain will come and wash all the scum off the street. My roommates are like, what is going on? Why? Oh but anyway, so I, but they. Yeah, yeah, you were a weird kid. Weird. <laughs> weird. Bring I went it. from Oklahoma. My, my parents were like, we love these movies too. Watching Taxi Driver. I storyboarded all of Raging Bull. Like stop, start, rewind, stop, stop. Like the whole movie. My mom was like, what is going on? My father was like, this Why? is not. I, I, I'm so curious. Yeah, I just hit a point where I saw some. I saw Sean Penn in some movie. I don't remember what it was, and I remember thinking, Fast I want to do that. Like, I want to be Sean Penn. Like, sure. I. So then somebody was like, "You like him? You're gonna love Robert De Niro." So my mom went to Caldor and picked me up like these, like for five for whatever, yeah, yeah. whatever tapes, and she bought me Taxi. She didn't know yeah. Taxi Driver, Raging Bull. She bought me Hand Her Sisters, which is not a De Niro film. It's a no, Woody Allen film, not. which is my favorite Woody Allen film. There you go. Diane Weist, another hero, right? And she um, brought them all home for me and thought, "Well, this will be fun." And I just became obsessed with these very violent. Um, uh, angry men that were um, that it has all that Catholicism because of Scorsese and I'm Catholic so it had all of that stuff sure. it was just but I was a lo- I had a lot of anger I think I just had a lot of anger I didn't sure. deal with and um, that idea of I don't know I loved it I just like the visceralness of it I really liked that these people that just kind of are out yeah. of control in a way yeah I feel like I feel like I, I feel like I had a good period of like let's get real dark like let's just find all the yeah. w- the worst stuff I can find you know and uh, every Vietnam me, film was my favorite oh really a huge Vietnam film fan interesting my friends hated it another one I dragged them yeah. to movies and my one friend like an hour and a half in would turn to me and said what does VC mean? I was like, seriously? <laughs> you should know. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't everybody know Doesn't and know? care like I Jeez. do? We're teenagers after all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. What was your worst thing? Uh, for Well, for me, it was like, uh, looking up like particularly grim deaths and like oh. reading about it, like that type of thing. Uh, in, on the internet, because uh, I had the dark. internet because yeah, it was, uh, but it was fun. Uh, I don't know why, but like yeah, you're just like cool. This is this is a this, yeah. This is what things yeah. are. It's not 
it's not this world that's been painted a little because I don't know it's it's and that feels very like moody and I, I even said it more moody than I meant it but it's interesting <laughs> to like uh, get to a point in your life I think like I think like you're almost betrayed at, at a certain age where like the world that's set up for you and then like when you start realizing kind of what the world is yeah. and you're like oh wait what's what is really because I thought it was cartoons and nice stuff. Uh, and everybody likes me, and then you're like, "Oh wait, it's not all nice." I knew they didn't like me from the beginning. Oh, Jessica, because I'm adopted. Oh yeah, proudly so. I love adoption. I love Angelina Jolie. When people turn against her, I'm like, she can never She's do great. wrong in my book. She's great. I mean, now she had the whole breast cancer thing, which is even greater. But adoption, I love adoption. <laughs> I'm so proud of being adopted. My parents are white, 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 sure. and I'm Colombian, and my sister is also Colombian. Yeah, and my little sister is from Florida, so she's white. Um, but I grew up in Massachusetts, a very white part of Massachusetts, yeah. which I know, joke, insert joke, isn't all of Massachusetts white. It's actually <laughs> getting more, it's very no. getting more diverse now. Yeah. But when I grew up, I was the only, there was one black girl in my school, and she was adopted too. Yeah. So she had white parents. And very young, first grade, I was called nigger on the playground. Oh, no. Um, yeah, so a lot of shame about who I was yeah. and being different. Um, so I knew right away that I wasn't fitting in. Yeah. So to me, that's why those movies, I think, that sense of anger and they're the outsiders. And I finally had a voice to all that sort of like... Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I don't fit in. It's, and a, it's a tough little area there. Uh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> so... Anyways, long. So then yeah. I loved all these movies, and I. But I went to musical theater school because I love musical theater, right? It's like, right. who doesn't want some Elaine Stritch and yeah. then some, you know, Apocalypse Now? I get it's it. It's the same. It's a good combo. It's a good combo, which is what my combo is. People make fun of me. They say, what's it, the. What do they call the diagrams that. Venn diagram. They say my Venn diagram is the worst. Like, I'm the worst focus group ever because I love sports. Yeah. And I love Broadway. <laughs> and then I love these. And then I love, like, Barry Manilow. I've seen him four times. Like, so I'm like. This like Barely, what is yeah, going right. on? This me- very just confusing, very confusing it's person um, with a lot. I'm very loud and passionate, so it's all this coming at you. Um, so I had all that. Went to yeah. the school. Everyone's into musical theater. They'd all been amazing. Um, did you go to a school for acting or no? Film. No, yeah. for film. Yeah. It's just like the weird thing about going to like a conservatory type program is you come from like your little towns where you're the star and then you show up and you're not the star. In fact, I was so not the star. Like my roommate was, I lived with a girl that was like, first yeah. of all, she was the most beautiful woman you've ever seen. Sure. And what's, what's the nicest deal? person. Her name is Ellen Domingo. She's cool. half Irish and half um, Portuguese. So sexy. Oh, she's crazy looking. And I'm like 5'2 and round. And like my friends used to call me Rudy, like that movie. Like, you know, I'm I'm me. Like, I'm always like, I'm kind of sexy. No one's thinking that. It's like, who's your friend? Who's your friend? I was always that girl. Always. Like, who's your friend? Who's your friend? Um, which I'm always proud of. I'm not afraid to be friends with really good looking women. Which sure. I never thought that was a thing until later in life when other women have told me that. Yeah, yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Who cares? They're nice. What do I, I care? Anyway, and so she's gorgeous. Also sings like her voice is amazing. Yeah. And um, we have to sing in front of our class like the first week. And classic me, I was like not trusting that what I chose was good enough. And I was like, I'm going to sing something in my soprano voice. Uh, ding dong. I'm not a soprano. Uh-huh. I had to go up second. I went after a girl. We went alphabetical order. Uh-huh. This girl went before me. Had the most beautiful soprano voice. Another gorgeous woman, yeah. Carrie. And then I went up, and I was holding onto the piano. I was shaking, and I sang oh, this song from Mister Wonderful. <laughs> And it literally was like, why this feeling? Why this glow? Why this thrill when you say hello? I mean, it was like that. You say hello. The whole class is like. How did she get in? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. And it was horrible. And I sat down and it was silence. And my roommate just grabbed my hand, my other roommate. And she was like, yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't good. <laughs> and at the end of class, no one would talk to me. They all talked to each other. And I was instantly, it's like my whole life is me being an outsider, right? Instant, so yeah. then, but then I had my good friends, my friend Abe, who's like this huge star, right? He's gorgeous and tall and sings. Everyone's like, who's that guy? So then we have to audition for, like, the uh, the underclassmen, the, like, whatever, because they direct at the school. Okay. And so they're like, my friend's like, don't sing that song again. Sing your, like, belting song. Yeah. So I sing that. But then I do this monologue that I think is really funny. You know, it's by, what's his name? I'm going to, uh, Shanley, who wrote Moonstruck. Okay. Um, he wrote this play called Women of Manhattan, which I was way too, I was, like, 18 doing a 
role of a 45 year old classic me and uh, the first line I should set this up I went to the Boston Conservatory as I said mm. which is I would say 99% gay men as musical theater is I didn't know that going in I thought I'm gonna meet someone finally <laughs> yeah, I met a lot of people no one interested in so making out or doing anything else yeah. um, and the first line of my monologue was I fucking hate faggots ah. <laughs> <laughs> yep Oh my god. Did it! What are all these? Did it, Steven! What Did is it! Everything that's happening. Did it! And my friend Abe was like, You are my hero. He loved it. Yeah. The rest, you could hear a pin drop. <sighs> and then afterwards, I came off, and a guy from my class said, This is the nice part, was like, Oh, I, when you sang today, I thought, Oh, that's why she got in. So they'd all been thinking. That. So this is my setup to this new world Rage yeah. Bull posters, you know, yeah. all this stuff. Not fitting in again. Had a great movement teacher, though, finally the second year, and she yeah, just told some, me, you're at the wrong there. school. Yeah. She's like, you want to be an actor? I said, yes. And she's like, this school's not going to teach you how to act. It's going to teach you how to sing better and dance better, go to an acting school. So I dropped out and went to this school called the New Actors Workshop, and it was a two-year program, and George Morrison ran it, who was a, a great teacher. I was lucky because Mike Nichols taught there every other week. I mean, yeah. right? It doesn't get better. And uh, Paul Sills. Yeah. Taught. Which I had no sense of who Paul Sills was. Yeah. Uh, and I, I suspect that a bunch of people don't. Yes. Still. He uh, was one of the creators of the Compass Theater, right. which is the beginning of all all of this. Right. Um, he, um, Didn't he later go on to do Second City? Or yeah, that's what Second yeah. City comes out of, is yeah. the Compass Players. And his mother is Viola Spolin, right. who is the mother of like improv that you know yeah. the start of it all and uh, he did story theater which brought on Broadway he's just he's an amazing human being I have good improv stories about him which I will skip to so I was at the school I go to the new actors workshop I'm going to be a very serious actress I'm going to do Chekhov and, and all this stuff and I'm going to be very good um, and I'm kind of fitting in there a little better but still like you know finding myself and you have to take improv yeah. improv is part of the curriculum hated it um it was a lot of johnstone it was short form yeah. games uh i had a great teacher though uh who was who had a great saying he'd always say which probably is a johnstone saying but um dare to bore mm-hmm. and i was always like oh what does that mean like blur but now i get it <laughs> and the other thing i thought he taught which was uh such a good thing for me before i ever even dreamed of getting into improv or going to the UCB mm. was we did this that exercise where you're in a circle and you have to make something up like out of nothing in the air like and you go in the middle and you use the object and then you pass it to somebody else and then they have to go and make something and I was like oh god like this is not what Deborah Winger did yeah like what is this crap <laughs> right so against it and yeah. all the women in the class really took their time and went you know, we all took, we all went once, and there was a guy in there that went like every other time. Yeah. And I remember thinking, what a stage hog. He is horrible. Yeah. And at the end, the teacher said, well, how did everyone feel about that? We were like, fine, fine. He's like, what did you guys think about Sean jumping in so much? And there was a kind of silence. And one of the other women said, yeah, I thought it was rude. Like, we all took our time. And Rex, the teacher, said, so I want you to learn about improv. It's not about you being polite. It's not about you. Everyone gets a chance. If you have an idea, jump in. And it was a like light bulb come on. Because I think for women, I remember yeah. listening to other one of these things and you were saying, what's the difference, women and improv? Sure. And that everyone's like, oh, I'm so over it. I think the, for me, the big thing I see, what, we're socialized as women mm-hmm. to everyone gets a turn. Yeah. And men are not socialized that way. Men are like socialized. If I have an idea, I do it. Yeah. Which that's why I think a lot of men are uh, attracted to improv because it, right? It's that thing of follow your instinct. Yeah. Go. Like, it's not that thing of, oh, did I go too much? Yeah. Does everyone feel okay about me going again? Yeah. You know, that will kill improv. It will yeah. kill it. So it was such a nice moment to, it was such a light bulb went on. And I, I was like, you're right. Like, I can't believe we all just were sitting here letting him, getting mad at him for what? Yeah. You know, so that was huge. And then uh, we did that for two years. Uh, Paul Sills came in the second year. We did the story theater. He's he was the most amazing, just uh, teacher, uh, person, human being. He's he was magical. Anyone yeah. that took from him, he's magical. And he um, 
it's so funny looking back at all the improv things because I didn't knew nothing of it. But he would come out and he would always say, you know, we say who, what, where, or whatever. He was mm. always where, what, who. Where was his first thing, always. Yeah. And if you did not have a where, you would be off that stage in five seconds. Huh. And he's, he's a screamer. He was so nice when he wasn't teaching. When he was teaching, he was so focused. And it was never about you. It was about the work. Yeah, yeah. But he's yelling at you, and he'd just say things like, one, some guys were on, he's like, get the fuck off my stage, as we'd say. Or like, where the fuck are you eating those tacos? Get off my stage. Where the fuck are you? <laughs> Best note I've ever heard in my right? life. Where and you'd be like four tacos. lines in. Yeah. And he'd be like, I'm done. Yeah. We did these, like, slow motion exercises, like, where I'm like, oh, this is improv We don't do that. But this is, like, the very theatrical side of improv. Sure. And you have to walk in space in slow motion. Yeah. And we were like, come on. He would do it. Yeah. You could see it. You're like, oh. It was, it's unbelievable. It was that thing where we were like, that's what he's talking about. Yeah. He was so, I've never met anyone so in their body. Yeah. And that was his big thing was, you have to be in your body to do improv. You have to feel your feet. He's always like, feel your feet, feel your feet. And that's what I always do before I do any show. Um, uh, more scripted work is that thing, of, which means be in your body. Yeah. Don't be in your head. Be Your body's going to lead you. Be yeah. in your body. And he was amazing. Uh, and then we did story theater, which I loved, which, of course, I, I got a nice big role in it. Wait for it. He was reading the role, you know, who is everyone going to be? The princess is mm-hmm. so-and-so. The Wicked Witch is so-and-so. Mm-hmm. I am not making this up or trying to be uh, hurtful or, so don't take this the wrong way, listeners. This is what it was called. And the retarded boy that plays flute is Jessica. And it was, I had my own story. The retarded boy I was the retarded, flute. I was a special boy, but he said retarded boy at that time. And I played a Thanks. flute. Cool. And that whole story revolved around my character. And afterwards, my parents came to see it, and my mom was just said, "That was really good. I think you should have worn lipstick, because then you could have played one of the girls." <laughs> so, thanks, mom. Thanks, mom. Uh, yeah. So then, but anyways, the second year of that school was every Friday night they had an improv show, mm-hmm. short form improv show. I never did it, and my teacher kept saying, "Jessica, you should do it. You should do it." And yeah. I said, "I don't want to do it." I yeah. do check off. I am doing yeah. uh, classical things. And when I would do my uh, Mike Nichols, the second year, you get to do a scene for him every week and he would give you notes and he's a genius. I know a word thrown around. He is a genius. Sure. Um, and I knew him mostly from his movies. I didn't really put together. I didn't know about him in Elaine May. Mm-hmm. I didn't know about his improv and him being this enormous performer. Um, but when you see him in person, when he's running a room, it's like so effortless and he knows everyone in the room. He knows where he's getting laughs and where he's not getting laughs. Yeah. It's it's amazing. Yeah. It's kind of like, oh, this is how it's done, sure. right? Because um, he'd be giving you amazing notes, but he also knew he was on. So yeah. like both. Like, he's like, I know everyone's here to see me because it was a master class every week. Sure. Amazing. Um, but everyone <laughs> would laugh at my scenes. Like, Angels in America, I got laughs. Yeah. Not funny. I did a scene from Shortcuts, the one where she's like takes her underwear off. I didn't take my underwear off, but like, no, got laughs. Yeah, great. yeah. And I remember just being like, "Why are people laughing? I am not being funny. I'm so mad." And um, <laughs> like, so anyway, so then the last week, my teacher was like, "You have to do the show," yeah. and I said, "I don't want to do the show." He's like, "Just do one." Yeah. And I did it, and people did laugh, and I thought, "Oh." Maybe I'm okay at this. Maybe yeah. I'm kind of good at this. Because I never thought of myself. I was not the funny person in my group of friends. My yeah. other friend, Megan, is the funny. She's to this day. She's the funniest person ever. Yeah, I know, Megan. She's great. You do. I feel like someone's breaking in the house. Yeah. Uh, it's very uh, not soundproof door I have. Okay. It's cool. But anyway, so this is so long. Sorry, I didn't mean to take up this much uh, this time on the podcast I'm speaking on. <laughs> None of this is unwelcome. Um, uh, yeah. So, please, yeah. Please, so then I did that, and I was like, oh, I guess maybe I, I do. Maybe, again, I didn't think I even really wanted to do it, but I was like, I'm pretty good at this. Yeah. It was the first thing in a long time that I've been pretty good at. Yeah. Um, and then I just lucked into, because then Shira Piven came from Chicago, and she put together this girl. She taught classes, and she put together this girl group. And I was in it called Stencil. And we had shows every weekend. We had two shows every weekend. Yeah. We didn't know what we were doing. 
And, and this was short form stuff as well. No, this no, is long form. Long we didn't form. know what we were doing. Oh, wow. Our rehearsals, we'd have a movement teacher come in and we would do movement for two hours. Um, which was awesome. Yeah. But doesn't really make your shows like particularly yeah. maybe funny. No, it doesn't really help. So <laughs> but at the same token, like same time, you know, as you know from doing improv, you learn by doing shows. Yeah, yeah. I had a show I had a show every Friday and Saturday night. Amazing. Forever. Yeah. Not knowing what I was doing. And then um and yeah, really not knowing what I was doing. Like, there were moments where it was like, uh, like we would be funny, but we could never repeat it. We didn't know what, it was like just in the dark. There was one girl in the group who was amazing, and she had taken in Chicago. Okay. And um, she was amazing. Her name's Spencer Caden, and she's a twice-nominated Tony actress. She's I mean, amazing. I mean, if, if people care about that type yeah, of no, thing. I know, right? They care. Yeah. She was on Matt TV for a little while. She was in Boom Chicago. Cool. Um, so she, I, now looking back, I'm like, she must have been like, why am I with these five women that are like, Honk? like, we don't know what the hell we're doing. <laughs> and she probably was so annoyed. Um, but then my friend, who I knew from the New Actors, called me up and said, hey, I'm going to take these classes at this new place called the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater. Mm-hmm. You should come take them because you're already doing improv. And I thought, yeah. oh, I have to start at level one. <laughs> and so I showed I'm up. Way beyond that. I am doing two shows a week. I don't know if you know this, but I do two shows. I do two and shows I do the week. <laughs> so it's great. I'm pretty amazing. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then I started taking class, and it was this great moment of I was so good at everything else that wasn't game. Yeah, yeah. I was great at because of acting. I was great at like where I am on stage, uh, yeah. characters, um, where work because of Paul, like. And uh, and it was like oh now I have to, it was like learning improv backwards. Yeah, it's very yeah totally. Yeah, you know it's like the thing of I didn't learn any stru- I didn't have any structure. Yeah. And but uh, is that but yeah. is that actually backwards because I guess it's maybe not. No, because I think I think it's what's funny is like people at UCB uh, learn the game or whatever, and then it's like all right man like start performing it and like start having an idea of like your stage picture and like like yeah. that 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 moment inevitably comes. It ha- uh, yeah, for it has everybody. to. Uh, if, if you're, if you're, you know, yeah, dedicated, you want to keep doing it. Yeah. 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 I mean, if you'd like give a shit or whatever, uh, world, uh, (laughs) but yeah, that, that's, that's interesting. And, and I, I I can imagine that that, uh, helps so much. Like you come as a standout because nobody gets game when you start, but like, if you're the person who's not just like weirdly standing and it's a rigid board and like saying, you know, like, Oh wow, Wow. Oh yeah. I initiated every scene. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I, my first group at the UCB, my 101 was mostly women. Yeah. Which just doesn't usually happen. It was yeah. awesome. My 201 was mostly women. And then 301 was when it just shifted. Like, I was with the same group through 101, 201. You know, we were just talking about this. Everyone's in love with each other. We hang out all the time. Yeah. So fun. Go to movies. Oh my god, I have all these new friends. And like, we all get along. We're all so funny. Yeah. Right? It's like the best. <laughs> Everything's perfect. Everything's and this will perfect. never change. This will never end. <laughs> and then 301 happened and Amy Poehler was our teacher and I showed up for class. I was so excited and she couldn't come to class for some reason. I'm sure she was working. She probably booked a job, you know, being amazing. Typical. And so, but we all showed up. They didn't get us in time. Mm-hmm. And classic improv people were like, it was at the old theater on, uh, oh my God, 22nd Street. And back in the day, day there used to be a garage, a parking a garage across from that. Uh-huh. Not a garage, just a big old empty space for a yeah, yeah. park. We all were like, well, let's all just go, let's go just play. So we did. Okay. And I had that real moment. I had I this like, this is going. You know, I had this <laughs> call back to what Rex had said about don't be polite because it was the first class I had where there was only three women in the class. Myself, sure. Claudia Kogan, who is an amazing stand-up now, uh-huh. and Tammy Vernikoff, who is also a very funny, funny stand-up um, very funny women. Yeah. And I remember thinking to myself, I'm going to have to steamroll. Because if I don't, they're never going to respect me. Sure. And I did. Yeah. I steamrolled. Every, I initiated every beat. I steamrolled everybody. I was a horrible improviser. But it did exactly what I wanted it to do. Because Claudia didn't. Not because that was a mistake. She just was like, that's what I do. And she's yeah. amazing. Wasn't no nothing about you know, negative to her. Um they would steamroll her in class. Uh-huh. Never once did I get steamrolled. And yeah. I never had to do it again. I yeah. didn't have to be that aggressive again. But I kind of had to show that I was willing to do that. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, uh, that's interesting. To, like, you, 
you go and prove yourself outside of class in a parking lot. Yeah. Like it's, uh, it's like if you, t- it's like, yeah, I proved myself outside of class in a parking lot. Did you beat up people? No, no. <laughs> I initiated like a lot super of made hard. up scenes. So yeah, super hard though. Everybody. And then everybody backed off. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Exactly. And then I ride off on my space <laughs> motorcycle. Just me walking down the street. Such a, yeah, the hard kid from uh, Massachusetts. Yeah. It comes to the big city. Big city. Sh- shows everybody off. Uh, that's uh, uh, my favorite thing. Uh, that's interesting because even, but even that, like, I think, like, oh man, trying too hard. Like, I would, I would, is there, like, there's, there's also the part of me who would see that person and go, like, all right, dude, do whatever you want. You're not, uh, you're not impressing me. <laughs> uh, but it sounds like that worked for you, and also it was like uh, important and like very helpful. Like I feel, I feel like you're like, yeah, this is like crucial to you. Yeah, I just had a moment where I was like, there's, and I'm short. I'm a five foot two woman. Sure. I'm small, and so it was like all these dudes that were really big, and I was like, I gotta make some space in here. I have to let yeah. them know that I'm, I've come to play. Yeah. I don't put me, don't, you know, mess with me. And they didn't. And then I became really good. I mean, then we became all good friends. And a lot of them were on my my second Herald team with me, the one I'm still on a team with, just a team on Neutrino. A lot of them were on that team with me. So it was great. Um, Like Kurt was in that class. Kurt Brownholder was in that class. I think Mark Campbell was in that class. Um, I don't think Bob was in that class. But it was, it ended up being great. But it was just an interesting moment because. There's so many more women now, which thank God more yeah. come, more women come, more women come. It's it's needed. It's such a different people. All people bring different viewpoints to improv. Totally. But uh, yeah, it's like you just bring different references. You bring different. Your backgrounds are so different, yeah. right? Um, yeah, I just think it's it's just good variation. We need the variety. I agree completely. Uh, yeah. yeah, I feel like. You know, my friend Aaron was in that that yeah. class and uh, at your class, and I was like, I was "Like, stick with it, do it. Like, you've got oh, just please do so it." So funny, yeah. She's so, yeah. she is, and she's great. Uh, yeah. I think she did two one. I don't know. I'm like, I keep on going like so three one, huh? You yeah, do it? like get in there. Good, yeah, good. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I get that. Uh, uh, okay, wait. So let's talk a little bit about like uh, I don't know, like learning stuff at UCB. Because well, I don't know, like. It just sounds like you have all the best learning stuff stories, and I kind of want to hear some if you want to share. <laughs> More learning stuff. I don't know. Yeah, the, I quote Kevin Mullaney. He was my level two teacher, mm-hmm. and he was wonderful. He also was our coach for a long, long time on Neutrino, and yeah. he was great. Um, but his he does this thing I still say when I'm teaching, you know, we hit game in level one, about he would say... Um, the metaphor he used was it's like walking into a pond with your partner. You don't want to come in the pond splashing because you're never going to find what's different that way. You both want to come in together so slowly and then the first ripple will happen yeah. and you'll both see it. Yeah. You can't see that ripple if you come in splashing. Yeah. Which is basically like, right, don't come in, hey, yeah. space is great. Yeah. I love it, too. My hair's on fire. What the fuck? <laughs> right? So, stop being crazy. Or like, you know, the other classic, oh, do you have a good day? I did have a good day. Me, too. Panic sets in. I found out I have cancer. What? Yeah. You yeah. know, so I think that's a very helpful thing of like, you don't have to create a problem. Mm. I think a lot when you're learning to play a game, people think that means I must start a problem. You must have something wrong. Yeah. You must have done something wrong to me. And then you want to solve it. Well, the game, you don't want to solve it. Otherwise, you can't play it. Yeah. Well, it's it's interesting. I think like it's it's interesting how problem is so like, yeah, problems get created uh, early in improv. And then also if you're like panicked or like yes. you're in a new weird situation where you <laughs> yes. can't fucking like, yeah. like who the hell all right i don't know like here's a problem yeah. uh, <laughs> and it's and it's so it's so weird because you'll just see it out of nowhere and like i'll uh, every now and then i'll find you know i'll find myself doing it i'm like oh i must be real stressed okay sorry <laughs> i'm sorry that i just artificially decided like there's this huge thing i can't possibly uh uh yeah it's really it's really interesting i, I, I don't i like i still want to know I want to know why that happens. Is it just because it's easy? Because you don't have to do anything. Like once yeah. it's there, you just like you can kind of be literally stuck in the same place. Like, oh, this is a problem. I don't like it. I do like it. I don't. I do. Great. 
Yeah, you don't have to move from it. And yeah. also, it puts it all on your partner. Here's my, usually it's, because usually the problem is with them. It's usually, yeah. at hey, least man, when I crazy. see it. Yeah. It's like, you did this wrong. Yeah. And what I, my favorite thing is when a, a good improviser, a seasoned one, or even, even level one, I'll get ringers that just do it innately. We'll be like, I know, I'm sorry. Yeah. It won't happen again. And the other person will either roll with it, which I'm like, yes, or they're just they're like, I don't think you heard me. Yeah. What I said was, no, yeah. they just let you off the hook. They just took away yeah. and they can't because they're like, well, but if you take that away from me, yeah. there's no scene. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting. And it's, um, it's being able, it's like, it's like, I feel like a, a lot now when I'm, when I'm good, uh, is if I come, if somebody comes in aggressive, hot with a problem, it's either like, cool, can I find the gift in it and play it? Yeah. Or can I roll that into a gift for yourself? Uh, yeah. Like I had a, I had a pretty intense, uh, initiation the other night Ooh, and, and it wasn't, it wasn't bad or whatever. It was just, uh, it was like. Uh, I can't, I can't, Mark, I can't believe you told everybody. Uh, and she didn't really say what, and she was like mad or whatever. Right. And I was like, all right, mm, I, I can't, I can't take it as a gift really. Cause like, it's not specific enough for me to go like, I have done, I, I'm not like a gossip, but as a, you know, it's not specific enough. So I was like, yeah, I told everybody you got a haircut, but we can all see you got a haircut. And so it's like, cool. I rolled that into a thing for her and it's like, cool. And so you yourself. can keep that. Yeah. And it's like, but she gets to keep that intensity. She's panicked about the haircut, yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah. and I get to play it straight. It's which I was pretty much always going to do anyway. <laughs> but like, she gets it, and it does. She doesn't. Her uh, her big move, her like her yeah, her emotional her move makes sense for yes. what she's doing, and it's like that's like that's what like when you when you come people coming in hot like that, it's like hey, you got to find a way to like. All right, here we go. Like, let's just yeah, let's and just not all, squash, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Exactly, uh, oh, and not and, squash their hotness. Right, because because I because I could have gone like, hey, every uh, uh, yeah, you could have gone like immediately like, oh god, I'm so I'm so sorry. Uh, but she I, can I'll still say mad again. at you. She yeah, she can still say mad. But like, if you if I if I calm that fear or whatever, uh, and then like move past it, then what she what I've done is made her move pointless. You know what well, I mean? Well, she's a good yeah. improviser. She'll get hot again. Right. If you're good, if, yeah. But is, and then that turns into the game of yeah. like, she's mad. And you know? but she'll give you a why. Right. She's like this kind of woman. I guess I mean more like you didn't squash it. And I think that, I think you, you did give a good gift. To me, it's a thing of, of course, that's what you do. I think she gave you the ultimate gift because she gave you the scene. Yeah. Yes. Was it the best? Of, you know, you're not no. playing with people like that you... No. You know, your teams that you're like, no, no. they're going to come in and really give you a gift. Yeah. But I always see that as like, you're the more seasoned person now. She's nervous or whatever's going yeah. on. Who knows what's going on sure. with her? And she gives you this open, sort of like this, like, right? She doesn't give you any specifics. Right, right. So, so yeah. I think the other, if you were newer, you'd be like, oh, God. Yeah, but now nothing. that you're not, you're like, oh, I can take this scene over now. Yeah. Because you just handed it to me. Yeah, yeah. So now I get to choose what you're upset about. Cool. Where yeah. we are. Okay, I'll do it. And I like, and I, you know? and honestly, like, there's a part of me too, because like I did, uh, I did improv for a little while at this place called the Improv Space. It's not very UCB uh, in their methods, uh, which is good and bad. Uh, but I do like. Uh, they're, they're very focused on building stuff together. So yeah, like yeah. when people come up with stuff that's like. Uh, yeah, that that's like very much just a, t- a tiny part of it. I'm like, cool. Like, I'll add my part. You yeah. know, like, and that's and like, I was excited. I'm like, I'm fine doing that. I'll just add my part. Yeah. Uh, and it's a, even it's a little thing. Whereas I feel like it, you know, UCP, it's it's very much like cool. Let's add a lot of parts right at the top, and the, you know, one person will be initiating and responsible for a lot or whatever. Right. Uh, I don't know, uh, but yeah, but yeah, I, 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 I like that type of thing. It's fun. I like building it. Like it's because I always feel like too. Every now and then I'll do scenes where people like have clearly pulled an initiation, uh, and it'll take me four lines to go like, "Oh God, I get what you were doing. I am so sorry. <laughs> I was not doing that." <laughs> you know? Oh yeah, <laughs> it took me so long to get game was very hard for me. Yeah, because um, it doesn't it doesn't come naturally to me. Yeah. Um, well, it, that's not true. It does come naturally to me. Yeah. But when I start naming it, yeah, then your time. brain turns on, yeah, right? Because yeah, yeah. I was an improviser forever that did not use my brain. Sure. I use my instincts. Which is, yeah. Because I'm an, I feel like, because not just like, I'm an actor, opposite. like Blurg, but it's like, that's why I do it that way is because yeah. I come from that side of it. Yeah. So I'm always feeling things and there's emotions happening and I'm in the, right? Yeah. Um, and that works when you're with the right people. Yeah. But then you get people that don't improvise like that at all, and they're coming at you with, here's my premise. Yeah, and they yeah. keep saying it to you, and I'm like, I'm giving you something, but I'm not giving them what they want. Yeah, See, yeah. now, they should roll with me, too. But totally. 
that, sometimes that's they a, don't. That's sometimes a they don't. Thing. It's like people get rigid also, they get also rigid. on their niche. And they're think like, this a, is what I wanted. That's a poor so symptom. So that was of, a big shift for me too. But learning those muscles, that muscle of um, seeing the game, that muscle of structure yeah. is so good. I yeah. mean, now I'm so happy I have it. But took me. It took me a it long time, time a tough, to get there. It's a I, tough think, I think it's tough. I think road. for some people it's easier. I yeah. I had Ian once. Another teaching story. And I was in class. I was doing a scene with Julie Brister, and she. We were again so many mill. I do a lot of mill work. A lot of scenes in mills. Probably officer and a gentleman. Yeah. Going back to that. That's going on here. Um, we were working <laughs> at a, an assembly line, and I forget what Julie said, but something like, "Let's sit down." And it, I remember thinking, "I'm not sitting down." The actor me was like. We have to keep our activity going. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm probably the only person thinking that because no, that's no. where I come from. I think that shit all the time. And when, yeah. I, when I'm watching it, I'm like, why kill the energy? Yeah. Keep the activity going. <laughs> and thinking of Paul, yeah. where are you? Yeah. Where are you? You yeah. know? And, and obviously, Julie, that's no slight on Julie Brister's like a mama zing. So it's yeah. like, whatever. No, I was yeah, lucky Julie. to be in a scene with her. She's great. And so she, um, she was being awesome. And we were doing this whole thing and I thought it was going well or whatever. And then I just had this moment because Ian is so mathematical. Totally. And he's, right? He's if this, then what, then what, then what, which I love. Now I get it. But at the time I was like, I don't know, I don't know. And I just stopped the scene in the middle of the scene and walked to the edge of the stage and just looked at him and I said, I can't do this. (laughs) I was like, I can't, I don't know what you want me to do. I, I, I can't do it. And he was so kind. I know. What? I have a lot of good stories, right? Because I'm crazy. What, what what level was this? Why would you do that? You're, you've done it before. And you're just like, I can't. I can't because I remember thinking I was doing it wrong. <laughs> and I didn't know how what he oh wanted to do. And I remember him, you know, being how he's so mathematical. He explained it in this way. And I thought, my brain's not doing that. Yeah. I'm not doing the scene right. Yeah. Because I had done it this way the whole time. And my teachers had all let me do it my way. Yeah. And he was the first teacher that came in and was like, no, this is how I want you to do it. Yeah. And I just had a breakdown in the middle of the scene. I just stopped it. I watched it at the end of the stage and I was like, I can't. Because I also treat improv class like an acting class. This is, right? Sure. And he, I'm sure, I'm sure part of his head was like, who is this crazy girl? But he came up, he was very kind. He just came up to the stage and he said, you don't have to do it my way. You were doing great. Yeah. Just do what you were doing. Yeah. And I remember thinking... <laughs> okay. Like I was doing it. I didn't know lesson. I was doing sure. it, but I was doing it. Yeah. But yeah, it took me a long time. Poor Julie was probably like, why well, I'm with this, this crazy girl. Who is she? Who is this girl? <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so funny. there's another. Yeah. So it took me a long time. It's a little, but uh, here's, but yeah. There, so like, there's that thing of like, uh, I kind of, I, I, I have two thoughts on that and yeah. I, and they're both, I think, important it's like one bring bring the stuff that you're good at like like I, I go I go and I did like I said I did stuff at the improv space and they're very different but I'm like cool I'm gonna bring my game mentality that I learned at UCB uh, and that will help me so much in so many scenes or whatever yes uh, and then it's also like okay well I'll try I'll learn and I'll take in stuff and I will be worse at doing it your way because I've never done it before I'm going to be bad at because I don't know how to do yeah, it yeah of course uh, and ultimately I'll get value out of it if I take it in and practice it and be bad uh, and then, and then I'll walk away with it with like the thing that I had and the thing that they offered. And like yeah. now, like now my big, uh, improv pursuit is like, uh, uh, character stuff, like character, mm-hmm. like I'm trying very hard, uh, to work on that. And, yeah. um, uh, and I'm bad at it and, you know, I do bad, I do bad scenes, uh, a Stay lot weaker. Weaker. I'm weak at it. Uh, yeah. Not just you. I just think that's a big thing in improv. We're totally. bad. We're good. I think it's str- I think it's healthier to say I'm weaker and I'm stronger. I'm weaker Honestly, if you just think about stuff. it. I'm going to start doing it just because of you. Because I, I trust just think and love and respect you so much. You're not bad at it. You're just weaker no, no, no. in it. Totally. Uh, and, and yeah. And, uh, and the thing in, like, I kind of, I always say, I always say, like, I think it's interesting too. Like, I've had experience being great at so many aspects of improv, including, yes. like, strong character stuff. I've yes. had, I've had. Right. Great success in it, and I'm like, okay, so like, I'm capable of it. Yes, uh, it's just, it's not just your, a matter of like working that getting muscle. it in there, so I can yes. constantly, consistently do it. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so so like, and so like, yeah, now like I do scenes that are weaker, uh, where I'm focusing so much more on right. just like, all right, let's just do this character thing, like hold, like hold physicality, like do it, yeah. be, be in the space, like whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then like, and you know, and then it's like, oh, well, I went like five lines ignoring somebody telling me what the game was. Right, and right. I was like, but I'm like, I got this character. He's yeah. great. Uh, he moves the shoulders a lot, uh, you know? <laughs> uh, so yes, but like the thing is like, yeah, I will be, I will be weaker at it and have rougher scenes, but you'll come out the other side. Oh, having so much stronger. It. 
stronger. And yeah. it's, a, it's the same thing like you're saying. Like, yeah, you can do your thing. And, like, when you when you need it, go back to what you know, whatever. But, yeah, do some scenes that you're not that are not the best and uh, and get better. You yeah. Know? Uh, better at the new thing. Yeah. Yeah. It took a while. I mean, I remember uh, the first Herald team I was on... Um, the great pole position. No one remembers them. Um, uh, there was a 16-year-old kid on my team. Cool. Aziz he Zach asked Woods? me to his prom. No? Okay. What'd you say? Was, was it Aziz? Zach? No, I said no. Zach Woods because I no, knew he was super Zach. young. No, it wasn't Zach. It was this kid named Matt Kunkus who was adorable. And his uh-huh. mom used to come to all our shows. Yeah. And we go to the bar afterwards and he'd come and she'd sit at the bar. And he'd sit at the table with us, and then she'd drive him home every night. Huh. I mean, like, back to the train. Oh, and we'd have practice sometimes that they had, a, they had an apartment in the Upper West Side. Yeah. Super nice. And she'd buy us pizza. Pizza! I mean, That's could it be best. a better thing? Like we That's show up. kind of the best. It was kind of the best. Yeah. Um, but then I went on to Neutrino. Yeah. And I, this is from Neutrino. Another, like, game-learning thing. <laughs> we would do Heralds, right? We're doing yeah. our opening. And the joke is, or the joke was, James always says this, was like the other teams would joke about us, would say so many jokes. Neutrino, that's a whole other podcast. But um, Jessica and Mark Campbell would do every first beat. Yeah. And we did. Yeah. We just did it. And he goes, it'd always be some kind of marital conflict. Yeah. Yes. And finally, I think it was Delaney gave me notes one time and he was like, so Jessica, what was that off the opening? Never pulled from the opening. I think I've been in the Herald team for over a year at that point. He I never, never pulled. <laughs> I never pulled anything from the opening. Ever. Oh my god! See you guys. <laughs> keep keep hope alive. If you're having trouble with openings, keep hope alive because you can be on a Herald team for over a year and never use an opening, and yeah. also do and not even like sneak by, but blatantly no. do the first scene right Every off the time. opening. Because I for years for a year. Because part of that doing the first scene was like I cannot have I cannot have dead space on a stage. Yeah, I, uh, I can't. And if it's even dead for a second, to a fault, like it's not always helpful. It's like yeah. Jess, why don't you chill? Yeah. someone else may have a you know. Yeah. A better idea. Usually yeah. they do. But it was like, oh, Broadway. Let's hit the Broadway meeting. It's like, <laughs> it must, the show must go on. Here we go. You know? Um, yeah. Oops. Yeah. It's coming. Hello. Hi. Uh, yeah, I love that you're, uh, you're just, you're just attacking. Yeah. Beautiful it took thing. me a while. But then, uh, back to that whole game and structure thing. It, yeah. uh, it gets there. Yeah. It gets there. So that was helpful that I had to use the opening. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> I love the idea that you did not do it for No. Ever. And I really have to say, I learned games so... It really came to me of years of doing it and playing with people like that. Yeah. Years, years later, like a couple, like three years ago or four years ago when we would do at the Magnet Theater, we did the deconstruction. We had an hour and it was, um, we would do the deconstruction, like the 45 minute version of it. Yeah. Um... That James downloaded from like Miles Strauss, whatever website about this thing. And we did it, and it was a huge cast. There was like 14 of us in the show. Yeah. And the end was running, and it was all game because it's all come out. Well, it's like bits, but it's like yeah. the idea of like boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom. And I was like, oh, I love this now. Yeah. Now I get it. Now I get it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, and now teaching it so much, you totally get it. Opening or like, or just. Opening, I get it. now. I just yeah. get it from teaching because I think when I would coach and everything, I coach what I like, which is the aesthetic side of it. Aesthetically, is yeah. character, yeah. is wares, is who are these people, why are they doing it? Which is also the game comes from that as well. It's just, yeah. it's just we just put it semantically differently, it's right? Diff- yeah, it's just phrase. But now when you teach it, and I see it, or like for Harold auditions out here, mm-hmm. and then when it, you know how Harold auditions come, like it's like coaching bonanza because everybody wants to like let's work, let's work it. Yeah. And this okay. last round. Was actually awesome. It was so working with so many talented people. You being one of them. So many talented people. So talented, yes. So it's true. And um, doing those fun things of like, okay, let's run game. Like literally, like hit it, get off it, 
Yeah. Get off it. You, get you off were it. you were great for. Don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody what you did because you're so great for I coaching. We'll and I was like, secret. this is the best. Uh, no, but <laughs> you're right. Uh, you're right. Uh, I, we'll share it because it's good. Um, and you should just hire Jessica as your coach for next time your auditions come and you decide to panic fire and you practice for once. Uh, <laughs> aha, I, I really, I really don't like that. I really wish we could practice as much as we want to around here on auditions, just regularly uh, as a as a community. Because yeah. everybody's like, ah, we'll do it, whatever. And then it's like Harold auditions, like I'll try now. And you're like, all right, well, yeah, people get. Yeah, uh, but like, yeah, you're you're you're, and you're right. That whole thing of like, cool, you know, if you get on get on a game, find the game, then rest it, and get away from it, and then let it come back. Yeah. You know, uh, and because it, it, you're like your whole thing is like, if you can do that three times, nobody else will fucking do that because you have two minutes for a yeah. scene. You know, and, you, and you're right, and you nail it. Yeah, you're totally right. You nail it, yeah. and it's hard too because we always talk about the, the auditions. Get away from it. It's so hard. Well, it's hard to get away from it. It's also hard because everyone's so nervous. Yeah. So people that, you know, the people just get nervous and they panic. Yeah. And then they go to their worst yeah. uh, selves, yeah. improv selves, not, not people. Not I mean, that's, beings, that's like what I, I mean, that's what I saw. I was like, I saw, you know, and I had my first audition this last year and I saw a lot of like quick to get into fights. Uh, and I was like, whoa, like, um, yeah. I, I, you know, have this story and like, whatever, who cares? But like my, my, my initiation was something <clears throat> perfectly like innocuous. Yeah. Uh, it was it was lit- it was literally some uh, oh yeah I remember it was uh, I was I was the wicked witch of the west proposing right. to the wicked witch of the east that we combine our two kingdoms fantastic uh, the response was yelling <laughs> no joke why should I listen to you and I was like well there we go okay so wow. it's, you know it's the stress of it it's brings out the word and I and I uh, he was perfectly good and actually the scene turned out pretty fine oh, uh, but but uh, uh, but yeah you go like oh cool and that, even that like, I can't like. It's coming at me pretty hard. Like I gotta find a way to make it work, um, and I and I feel like I was thinking about like, cool. How can I? And I remember going in the audition. Like, how can I get off of it? And I don't think I did. Like, that's the thing is, I don't. Get, I didn't get off of it. Here's here's my other tip for it is like if yeah. you're gonna do if you're gonna play a game or whatever, just don't play the game with the same thing. Like if you if yes. it's because uh, I did we I'm got my you. my other scene which was a very very good scene. It was like a girl nervously trying high school like trying to. Uh, admit that she likes me uh and i was like i like my first move was something like you know this is to the effect of like this happens like five times a week great yeah <laughs> uh and then she says oh okay and she's all like kind of heartbroken yeah. but she's like well i brought something for you i'm like is that an, a, a diary of poems a diary of poems <laughs> you know what i mean and so like i play and we played that game like fucking no there were like there were like six beats to it but they were all different things nice. it wasn't it was, and it was all kind of you know and yeah. it's not just because I could have you could have just stayed in the poetry book yeah. or you could have just stayed like girl you're nerdy yeah. you know and that's super <laughs> easy to do but if you get if you move on it like it doesn't because it's that thing it's the same thing of like a problem like or like a fight is like you just you can stick with it and that's like if you get onto a game yeah. you can stick with it and be afraid yep. and it's like no just do there's the whole world of oh yeah it falls into everything so exactly like, get on do, you do other get, yeah. stuff yeah I completely agree. And I feel like that's when people get stuck in games when they think the game is about whatever, this egg. It's like if you say egg one more time, yeah. I'm going to get on the stage and like, like yeah. strangle you. It's the why. Yeah. Why about the egg? Because that's going to give you the next, right? Your next move, your next move, your next move, your next move. That's, uh, that's great. I want to talk to you about why. Because that's, um, that's something that you worked on so much uh, with <laughs> us at Sticks Martin. Mm-hmm. The best team in the world. Yes, uh, best team in the world. What an ego. Uh, and... Uh, uh, and it's super helpful, and it's something that I really agree with. Yeah. Uh, and I still, to this day, have trouble thinking to do that because. Yeah. And I wonder if it's part like my philosophy, like the thing of like I really like I really like am trying to examine and figure out why I don't why uh, because it's, yeah. I tell me, I'm so part, curious. What's your idea? Well, I don't know. Like it's, it's, it's sometimes like we I was doing I was doing a class last night and. Um, yeah, he was just like, yeah, why Why would somebody, somebody came to the library, I set up a scene where somebody had come to the library to find out what's cool. Right. Uh, and it was just old lady. And I'm like, okay, so, like, so yeah, so why would they think that? I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I just, I genuinely thought like, one, that's, one, that's funny. Yeah, Like So I agree. like, that's a, that's a thing that like prevents why a lot. I'm like, no, no, that's funny. That's like, funny. that's just a funny idea. Okay. Uh, so I, I trust that enough. But then two, it's like, I don't know, like my, my, my my justification for why that would happen was just like I believe that the library is the only resource in this setting, uh, and like he's like yeah well you got you know you got to communicate that you got to get that because that's where it is I'm like oh well and that and that happens a lot I feel like it's like I'm, I kind of get it like I kind of just get how this is possible um, if it's something outlandish and insane well, like yes. I'm like I, I, I I'm so much quicker to like explain yes w- why this is possibly happening. Um, 
yeah, like I got that I got accused of like this. I remember this one. It was like we did we did a show and it was like uh, the water the water uh, jug. What are those things called? You know, like like those Arrowhead big water, yeah, cool, the water cooler, cooler water yeah. cooler. Yeah, uh, it keeps. It's never. It's always exactly half full, uh, and I don't understand why. It's like somebody's refilling it, or whatever. And then it was just pointed at me, like I think you're doing something to it. And I was like, cool. I'll just explain what I'm doing. Like I, I don't have access to a bathroom. Uh, and I was like, that's a gross thing. But there's a reason. That's that's why that's happening. And that like because I can't possibly. Yeah. I can't. There's there's not anything that people are like. Oh yeah, because duh, because of this. Yeah. Uh, and so I feel like that's like what happens a lot. Is like I'm like, oh, it's either. It's either so clear to it's like clear in my mind like duh it's probably that or, right. <laughs> or it's like it's so outlandish so I'm like I'll explain yeah <laughs> this this makes sense don't worry yeah uh, but yeah I don't know I have trouble I have trouble with why it just doesn't it doesn't come to me to immediately get it out there get it out there yeah yeah I, coach me <laughs> let, let's coach you through it I think the big reason yes I think it's very important because. First of all, it's important for game. I yeah. don't think you can play a game without a why. Yeah. Well, you can, but it won't be satisfying to you. Yeah. And it won't be satisfying to the audience because the audience will get ahead of you because it will become about things. Yeah. And so, the, right, when you watch, you've watched enough improv that you're like, oh, yeah. I'm ahead of them. You're I know pa- what the next pa- beat's going to be, right? Yeah. Um, uh, and, for, and I just think as the improviser, it becomes a list of things. And that's not fun. That's not satisfying. I mean, yeah. yes, you can be witty about it. Yeah. Um, but it's not creative. I, I, it is, but not in the same way, I don't, I no, don't believe. Yeah. It's patterning, and you're kind of like, I get it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, Logically, this makes which sense. Which is wonderful, which and that's a great tool, right? It's, yeah. But, yeah. It's a, stri- well, it's a strong you start, it. and, you can, and, you and you can fool people into seeing what thinking they're seeing brilliant improv Exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah. um, I think the reason it comes, for me, why I think it comes, e- that's an easier thing for me than some other things because I don't like playing myself on stage. And so when you say that thing of, well, I just think, oh, obviously that's why. Yeah. See, I don't come from my, obviously I use myself. So I'm not some sure, crazy sure, yeah. schizophrenic where I'm like, I'm somebody else. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I'm enough different or I'm creating somebody enough that I feel like I can't wait to tell you the why. Yeah. Because this is going to tell you about who I am. Yeah. So that's, I think, the difference. Because I think when I play closer to myself sometimes, it will shut me down almost because I feel like I do get into that mindset of, well, well I wouldn't say that. Or, yeah. I don't believe that. Or, yeah. Uh, Durr, I just said uh, yeah. taxi driver. So clearly I meant uh, <laughs> the subway. Yeah. Where people in the audience might be like, what the hell does that yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. But I, but you know, like you said, in my head, it's like, well, why did I even say yeah. that out loud? Yeah. I yeah. think that's why it comes, the why comes easier to me in that way because I, 99% of the time I'm not playing, not that you're playing yourself, but I don't even, I, I really come at improv like I'm going to, I'm going to stand this way and let it start. or I'm going to sit this way and yeah. let it start, or I'm going to have this voice and let it start, or I'm going to have this philosophy about this thing and let it start. Yeah. And then I think I want to tell the audience this is why I think this way. Oh, this is why this is happening so right now. I love it. Everybody starts so different. Everybody does has a different approach. Uh, and for me, like uh, I've been doing like uh, mono scenes, uh, doing these oh. two person mono scenes, which are great. Uh, but and I, and I'm finding uh, I love doing them because I find all my characters uh, generally generally super rich. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, no, not, no. Rich, like uh, like a depth oh, of character, oh, oh, and also and also like fucking ballers. Yeah. Like, no, no. What a ter- what a weirdo! Uh, no, no, but like they're they're all, they all tend uh, to have a lot of dimension to them because I can't help but add to it. Yes, I can't help but make them um, peep. And then like and then like once I start adding things like a lot, it's very easy for me to follow it. And then like game moves uh, or like or even fun just naturally come from like oh cool cool yeah like yep. this kid's uh, sad because he thinks his dad might be dead. And then like there's like three moves that sort of just evolve out of that. And then like there's mannerisms and behavior and all that stuff. So it's like for me like I I retroactively find character maybe yes. or, like where it's like you're like I kind of ahead of it uh, and like kind of like going ahead. I'm like oh well this indicate this implies this character to me. Yes, from we what do I, my choices. Yeah, yeah. For my choices, I'm like I've got this, which is the the least valuable thing if you're doing like Harold or whatever because you've got like a two three minute scene like you don't got a whole lot of time to go like oh yeah at minute two what I did in minute one informs it's like what the fuck man do be a character <laughs> you know yeah you should jump in yeah yeah make a strong choice at the top 
Which I know is also rough because it's that thing of it's a herald. Yeah. So you're making a strong character choice, but you're also like thinking, what am I bringing What's from the beginning? Yeah. What yeah. are they bringing from the beginning? Uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. It's tough. It's, it's really tough. tough. But it's fun. I'm working with this other group, and they have this awesome form. And recently, I'm like, let's just do, do some heralds. And they're so fun. Yeah. And I'm like, this is what I want you guys to do. Like, don't approach this. So many times I think people approach the Herald and get very tense. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what that's about. I mean, I think I think a lot of it's about the audition process and everybody wants to be on a team. And, and I understand that and I get that. I value that and I get it. Yeah. But I think it's made it this weird thing where people get really like Every, yeah. stiff around it. Where they would play so freely in other forms. And I'm yeah. like, put that in this. Yeah, I think I don't. It, it's it's it almost sounds like to I feel like a lot. Just the the idea of having a structure upsets people or like tenses them up. They're like, where are we? Even though it's not hard, like nobody. Yeah. After you do a few, nobody, almost nobody, is going like, "What beat are we on?" Like that almost never happens. Yeah. Uh, but it, I wonder if it just feels that way or whatever. Like even even recently, like we've been doing doing sticks shows and like we've had like a large cast. I'm like, what if we just did a Harold? And they're like, ah, and they're like, Let's just, why not? Like, I, you yeah, know. why not? You guys yeah. can do it. You guys yeah. do a great Harold. You guys are done, amazing. We've done really great yeah. Harolds. Like some that I'm like some all the best Harolds I've ever done with sticks. I'm like, yeah. why don't we always do this? Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, and I and it's uh, and it's but it's tough. I don't know. It's like it feels. Feels restricting, and then also, and I'll, I've said this a number of times too. Is like you come out, of, you come out of UCB classes, you've been doing Harold and working it so hard, and like getting it, like just beaten into you, and not in yeah, like the funnest true. way. It's like I just don't want to do that. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I need a break. I need a break. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And that's sense. totally valid. Like, oh, yeah, totally, get, get away yeah. from it. Uh, but yeah, there. Ah, it's such a, it's a real good form. I really, I really do like. I feel yeah, like there's you really can learn, fun. you can learn quite a bit from it too, just doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Mm. Good. We are in agreement. Good. I like it. Me too. Why should I listen to you? <laughs> Why should we be friends? Ah! It's good. That's how I start. Um, uh, all right. Well, I feel like we did pretty good. All right. Good. All right. Uh, I love what we covered, and I feel like we could have a million improv conversations, so please come back all the time. Mm. Can we really? Yeah. I would really like to do it, because I feel like I we, we covered a bunch of good stuff, but I also had a bunch of things I was going to cover, uh, and uh, we're just not, we're not, there's no, a, there's it's fine, yeah. We can always, we can always uh, uh, redo it. Or like uh, sequel it. We'll sequel it. We'll I sequel like it. it. Yeah, Godfather Two. Oh, so good. There you go. The first. This will end it on this. I had the Godfather Two the first time I saw it. My friend rented it or whatever, and yeah. they. There's a name for what they did to it, but I forget. They fucked it up is what they did. But there's a real name for it, where they took because if you no no spoiler, but yeah. uh, the Godfather Two it, it goes back and forth between yeah. uh, Italy and right. time in Nevada, right? Somehow someone had gone in and put all the Nevada together and all the, the Italy together. That's really interesting. And I watched it that way and I was like, this is the most boring movie I've ever seen. And yeah. I was like, why do people like this? This was in high school during my dark period where I was watching anything with men sure, in it. Sure, sure, sure. Until, <laughs> until, until I discovered Deborah Winger. a movie with men. I know. Until I discovered <laughs> Deborah Winger and Jenna Rollins. Yeah. Oh, Jenna Rollins. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. Jenna Rollins. Right. <laughs> um, she is That's a pretty. woman. Uh, so, Yeah. And then years later, I saw the real version, and I was like, "Oh, this uh-huh. movie is astounding." Yeah. But wow. Yeah. They so, ruined it. it for you. It's not good. I ruined it. Everything's terrible. Uh, before yeah. we go, so, sorry, not no, on good. improv notes. No, it's good. That's uh, hey, man, let's just experience this. Yeah. It, all come, it all comes back. Okay. Uh, a quick uh, last last segment: Pearl Wisdom Classic segment on the show. Uh, 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 a piece of advice that you heard or note or feedback or something maybe share with people that you think uh, is pretty particularly helpful. I have two. One I already said, I, Paul Sills, Feel Your Feet. Feel Your Feet. I do that. I should do that more in improv. I do that when I direct people in their shows uh, before they do one-person shows or whatever mm. like that. I'm always like, feel your feet, which basically is you have to be in your body. Yeah. I already said that, but it's so important. Yeah. And two, this is from one of my he- improv heroes, which is like... Only people listening to this podcast, right, have improv heroes, but I have a couple, yeah. um, and he is one of them. Dave Pasquese sure. is great. just, I love him, Yeah. Um, and I took a class of his once. I took a, a workshop, and it was, that's a whole other part. He, he, it's astounding. It was him and TJ, who's yeah. another, TJ's amazing, and um, I just remember them, uh, Dave said, we were doing, whatever, people were doing scenes, and you know, it's a workshop, so it's all levels of people. Which can be annoying sometimes in workshops, yeah. but this is a workshop where he actually had everyone rise to this level. People couldn't sustain <clears throat> it, 
but they got to a level they'd never been to before. Yeah. And because Dave, anti-J, but Dave just happened to say it, the whole thing was, listen and react. Simple enough. Listen and react. That's it. That's all. I mean, that's it's all, all he wants you to do. And that's all he does. And that's what they do. And they're amazing. I mean, listen, they have a lot of. Yeah. But yeah. So I think listen and react. Listen I and steal react. that from them. Be your feet. Listen and react. Feel your feet. Yep. Feel your feet. Feel your feet. I love it. Jessica, thank you so much. Thank you. Hurrah. Hurrah. Hey, there was Jessica Allen Eason. I hope you all love that. She is the coolest. First, uh, before we go, let's first, uh, a couple of quick plugs for me. Uh, Saturday, July 6th, 8 p.m., Brandon and Steven are going to be at the Neon Venus. Sunday, July 7th, 10 p.m., Brandon and Steven, also at the Neon Venus. Friday, July 26th, 7 p.m., Brandon and Steven at the Neon Venus. Friday, July 26th at 8 p.m., yes, just an hour later, Brandon and Steven, guess where? the neon venus and then last but not least sunday july 28th at 10 30 p.m dumb shit mountain is going to be doing a best of show at ios's main stage so come check out all those shows it's gonna be great uh that's it hope you guys all had a great dcm golden age of improv happy improvising be excellent to each other and i'll see you all next week for the ian roberts 50th episode of improv obsession podcast Hey, everybody. Do you like getting stoned and watching a movie? Or just watching a movie? Well, then check out our podcast. I am Weed, Where we... And a guest. Go to the movies and discuss it after. A movie review podcast with a little token twist. Get it? Oh, boy. But hey, you don't have to smoke weed to enjoy this podcast. Uh, you should enjoy watching movies, though. Subscribe to I am Weed on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app.